We're coming up on one year since we had the uh, multi-school bus-sized uh, balloon floating around over, over, overhead. And right now in Taiwan, they have four. They've had four recently. <laughs> now, let's look back at this simply because while a lot of people sit out there and they get all sort of excited and jacked up about things they read, this was actually something that was going on. And um, the, 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 here in the United States, this quickly faded from the, uh, from the forefront, you know, because of the fast-moving news cycle. But how many different things do we get told about this balloon? First of all, it was a weather balloon that just got away from them. But then sometimes somebody in my... See, as soon as they launched it, we knew. Our intelligence apparatus knew. So when it, you know, breached our airspace, we saw it coming. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess it was the, the Montana local media. They looked up and saw it and said, what's that? But anyway, um, Biden administration, or at least the, the executive branch part of the Biden administration, was trying to keep this quiet. And then when it was popped by uh, the Air Force and fell into the waters right off of South Carolina, well, we got to see it. And they got some really nice high-resolution pictures of the United States, including pictures with military facilities. Like I said... Our intelligence apparatus knew when it launched and didn't do anything about it when uh, it, it breached airspace. Uh, the Biden administration was making the effort to keep Congress from finding out about it, which ended up in a colossal failure. And uh, they were using, <laughs> and this part I can't even make up. This is just a funny part. <clears throat> they were using our uh, our internet apparatus in place that they were overhead of wherever it was. This was how they were transmitting data back to China. And the Biden administration knew this, and they asked for a FISA order to monitor it and track it. They connected to a U.S.-based company, according to the assessment, to send and receive communications from China, primarily related to its navigation. So it was guided. It, was, it wasn't just floating around like, oh, I'll just go where the wind blows. The officials said the assessment, with, familiar with the assessment, said it found that the connection allowed the balloon to send burst transmissions or high bandwidth collections of data over short periods of time. Uh, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm talking into an analog mic, talking into an interface that's sending a burst to, uh, to my guy Maestro there, and he's catching it, turning it back into an analog signal. It's not that very hard to do. They sought the highly secretive court order from the FISA court to count, collect intelligence from it while it was over the U.S. <laughs> and we don't know how the court ruled on that one. <clears throat> and this would have allowed U.S. intelligence agencies to conduct electronic surveillance on the balloon. And I cry shenanigans at that one because uh, I hate to tell you this, but the intelligence community is not going out there going, we need to find a judge to sign off on this. This is why they are called spooks. They don't go by that. Don't get all harumphing, harumphing about it. It's been going on like this for years. That's why they're called spies. They circumvent certain processes. The unreported, previously unreported uh, effort to monitor the balloon's communications could be one reason they have insisted they got more intelligence out of the device than it has got, than it got as it flew over the U.S. And uh, so... I guess the official story now is they were trying to spy on the spy balloon, and that's why they allowed the thing to just keep floating 
and transmitting data back to China. I don't, you know what? Have I got this plugged in? Let me see something. <laughs> Let me see what I got here. I, I may have a, I may actually have a, you know, they, they say it was top men. Nope, that's not it. Anyway. Sounds like uh, it came from the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Top men. And so the, the reason I point this out is because we have a much better apparatus, a, 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 the best Air Force on the planet. And uh, why wouldn't they send these balloons out over Taiwan? I'm sure they're just checking out the weather. Maybe for a future vacay. One where they expect the Taiwanese government to just surrender and not make a big fuss about anything. So they got a visit from the bad year blimps. And we get this. Taiwan's defense ministry said China sent four balloons over the island, three of which passed near a key Air Force base. The reported incursions on Tuesday came as China's been upping its threat to use force to annex the self-governing republic. The defense ministry said three of the balloons passed from east to west close to the Chan Kang Air Base. I'm not making that up. Home to much of the Taiwanese air wings dedicated to defending the island against the Chinese military threat. The fourth passed north of the port of Keelung, which services Taiwan's crucial trade relations with Japan, a treaty partner with the U.S. They're going to make a move against Taiwan while, while Biden is in the presidency. And now that we are beginning to see what we're beginning to see, and uh, I'm, I'm watching the disarray and everything else going on within the Democrat Party, I'm beginning to think that they're beginning to think the Chinese, at the very least, that he won't be the president much longer. Plus, Taiwan is getting ready to uh, to have an election as well. So, do you think these spy balloon visits are sending a message just before the Taiwanese elections? Right now, China has used their military and diplomatic and economic power to influence voters to back candidates that favor unification between the sides. And there you have it, foreign interference in a, uh, you know, a democratic nation's elections. Alert the media, because they seem to find Russian collusion under any rock they turn over. Maybe put them on finding Chinese money trying to manipulate the Taiwanese election. Well, you know what, I just forgot. We can't talk about the Chinese money because Hunter's in there. So, when China makes an aggressive move against Taiwan, it will be Joe Biden's fault. Because foreign policy is the purview of the president, not Congress, not the judiciary, not Trump, not the executive branch, not the MAGA Republicans. Right now, today, in, in its entirety, Joe Biden. So when we go wobbly on the international stage and the bad actors push back to do bad things, the current president needs to own it. And, uh, you know, this all started with Afghanistan, that failure in Afghanistan. The ram I mean, this caused echoes and tremors and ramifications across the globe. This told Putin what he was dealing with. This told Z what he's dealing with, or Xi. And here's the thing. <laughs> I saw somebody ask this question the other day. I, I find this the most interesting of questions to consider. I'm sorry I didn't come up with it myself. Why are we arming Ukraine because they're our ally 
and were disarming American citizens and not willing to arm Israelis, who are our allies. Now, when it comes to China, Joe Biden talks a big game, and he, he says they are a competition, but we aren't in conflict, and that's a bunch of junk. They've been saying they're on a combat footing with us since 2019. And if the Biden administration hadn't abandoned Afghanistan, it might be different. If they shot down the spy balloon when it crossed over into, uh, into uh, Alaskan airspace in February, things would be different. 